Bobby, my guy. What's up? What's going on, man? Uh, How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Let's save that for a second. Breaking news just happened moments ago, like five minutes ago, tops. Uh, The Chicago Bears actually traded the number one overall pick in this coming draft to the Carolina Panthers. Well, we'll we'll get get into what it is here in a minute because it actually gives us content to talk about. We wanted to get this. We wanted to get this off really quickly. Um, at the time that you were, at the time you'll be watching this slash hearing it, however you end up viewing the Poppy and Home and Sports Lab, um, I just want to let everybody know that I'm currently updating my source for what I for how I get all my all my news. Pop or Holman here. I'm Poppy. Holman Holman uses ESPN. I use CBS Sports. At the current moment, CBS Sports has not reported this. It's 5:34 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Adam Schefter broke this. Um, well, actually, I got it from Ian Rappaport yeah, first Ian, at eight minutes ago. Ian Rappaport broke it, broke it first. Adam Schefter has a breakdown of what the actual of what the actual compensation is going to be for the number one overall pick. So, shout out to Ian Rappaport. Good, good work, my boy. Yes. Um, I will say, about, I will say this about ES, like ESPN's website is just so funky to me. It sometimes it runs really slow. Other times it runs really good. Um, but I've never had a problem with CBS Sports, except for their analysts for the mock drafts are not the best. Well, that's one thing you can you can take you can take that take that or leave it. I I don't really buy too much into that because you and I know what we're talking about enough. We have our, we form our, our own opinions on it. I act like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. So I like to think I know what I'm talking about. So yeah, we beat CBS CBS Sports um, between between Shefty and Woj there on. ES, on on ESPN, they always they always get the shit first. Ian Rappaport for NFL Network. Never CBS Sports. Hey, but we beat CBS Sports. Take that. We did. Poppy Home and Sports Lab beat CBS Sports. We have the news. They do not. That is it for today's episode. Y'all have a good weekend. P- post it. Um, we'll see you guys. Uh, see we'll you guys week. next week. Uh, no, but but in all seriousness, um. No, okay, just it was just more tweets about it. Hmm. Um, in all seriousness, no, no. Today was a pretty good day. Okay, got through the work day, got through the work week. Um, that's all that matters. We made it. Happy about it. Just retweeting some stuff, getting the socials going. You know what I mean? I gotcha. Um, no problem. See, and now as we are as we are recording this, you all, if you if you follow us on the socials at Poppy Home, Poppy Home and SL on Twitter and Instagram. You will be seeing these updates as we are actually recording this. So, big news! Big news there in the NFL. Um, I know you didn't ask, but I'm going to say anyway. My week kind of sucked. Not going to lie. Um, I was in a dirty part of the warehouse. I think I got bit by like two spiders. Jesus man! Because I have like like that little mark on my finger there. That was much worse. Ooh. I have one on my side. It's like that's a little bit bigger. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, and then the last two days that I was at work, I had to work with someone who was really, really stinky. That's terrible, man. Like, be, like you could smell the bo from like Ugh. ten feet away. Yeah, that's not a. Uh, that's not conducive to a great working working time. N- right, and the like the nice part about it is is that it, if you've seen the Penguin Random House facility in Westminster, you have an idea of what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it before, it, uh, so Penguin Random House is the largest book distributor. In um, 
North America for sure. It's coming up on the biggest book distributor in the world as well. Owned by Bertelsmann Corporation, which is a German company, which also has the production rights to America's Got Talent. Interesting. Yeah. So, do you think you could get a audition? I'm sure I could get an audition, but I'd I'd probably fucking suck or whatever I did. I don't know what I don't even know what I would do. I'd probably get put on TV for being bad, not good. You know, like sometimes they exactly. put, the bad, they put it, the bad ones on. Exactly, like Amer- like American Idol. You just you see the bad ones, you just laugh at it. That's why everybody watches the uh, the auditions more than the actual competition. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But anyway, um, the nice thing about Penguin Random House is that it's a very wide open facility. There's plenty of room. I mean, you have like large, like two ton vehicles moving around at six miles an hour, which doesn't sound like a lot, but a two ton vehicle moving at six miles an hour. When there's people walking around as well, can be dangerous. But anyway, uh, it's a big, wide open environment, and you can still smell them. Ugh. Like Jeez. I've walked into it. Like I watched him drive away from the bathroom, and I'm like, "Uh, yeah, hell no." And I've used a woman's room before. Wow, I didn't even get a sip in there. Right, I've I've used the woman's room because it smells so bad after he goes in there. Good lord, man. Yeah. So, but yeah. Work week's over. Here we are, revved up, ready to go. Popping home with Sports Lab on a Friday. Episode 70. Episode number 70. Last week's number 69. That's that's a good episode, too. That is, that, that is, that is a good episode. And I will say I will say this. I've been uh, I've been very introspective lately. I've been, I've been I've been I've been thinking about my past performances. The whole, so I'm glad I'm glad it's not being discussed as often today. The whole Lamar Jackson thing has really, really got me very, very defensive. It, dude, it has you. I get very, very defensive over that. If I come, if I come off as be, as as being a little dickish, I apologize. That's not my intention. You like Lamar has a soft spot in in your heart, and you. You defend him like he's uh like he's your older brother. I think he technically is older than you. E, not by much. Maybe not, about, maybe, not by much. Maybe about three months. You guys are Irish twins. Might as well be. I can see the resemblance. Me too. <laughs> it's it, it it's it's the hair. Also, like before before I continue, like I saw a video of Lamar Jackson on his Instagram story. He posted a he was listening to a song. I think it was Low Shimmy. He was listening to which, probably probably was who who else would it be? But he was like. Kodak. It, it, I it, I I've heard I've listened to enough Kodak in my life. I know it wasn't Kodak, but anyway, he um he was uh listening to someone, and you know everybody's seen like Lamar Jackson without his without his braids, or you've seen everybody's seen like the afro. Like when Lamar doesn't have his hair done, it's wild. It's some wild shit. But he had his hair like poofed all the way fucking out, like Andre three thousand. Yeah. Like like his like his hair gets fucking like he has a lot more hair than what people think, and it's like it's fucking wild. The video I saw of him today literally was his hair as wild as it's ever fucking been with the middle part. What a guy! I just I laughed my ass off. I thought it was so funny, and all you can see was just his forehead. Yeah. So you so you saw a clear as day like right down the fucking middle. So is that what opened up your eyes to like you you decided to do some little soul searching and you realized like man I'm get I get a little too defensive about this. What do you mean? About the Lamar Jackson situation, like what led me to doing that? Yeah, just think, just thinking about how the episode went later later on in the in the in the evening. Okay, 
I always think to myself, like, man, I probably came off as like a real dickhead when we're whenever we're talking about the Lamar Jackson thing. Because I do get very, I do get very very defensive. You do get very defensive about it. Yeah, I mean, I like I I I have I have my opinion on it. Um, it's a it's an opinion that I'm not swayed from. I won't I won't be I'm not ignorant to that fact. I I mean I can see it from both sides of the fence, but again I ha- I oh, that was a stupid fucking pass. When we even done that, we're we're watching the uh, Mid Atlantic Conference semifinals right now. March Madness is coming up. Uh, selection Sundays this Sunday. Yeah, coming up on it. Fill out your brackets. We'll discuss that next week. Um, not really. Got good news, everybody. <laughs> Got good news, everybody. That was your infliction there. Yeah. Talk about that next week. But um, but yeah, I do. I do get defensive over it. I don't know what causes it, because after all, Lamar Jackson, like I have, like I, I have no invested interest in him besides the fact that he is the quarterback of my favorite team, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I guess it's just Ravens quarterbacks in general, because I'm very defensive over Joe Flacco. People say Joe Flacco's not. Not elite, whatever you want to say. He is elite, whatever. Whatever people. He won a Super Bowl. He won. He won a Super Bowl. He was very dominant when he won a Super Bowl. And I mean, despite the fact Lamar Jackson hasn't finished the season the last two years, well, he really hasn't finished. The, he has not finished the last game of the season three straight seasons. Didn't fin- didn't finish the uh, the playoff game against Buffalo when he got a concussion, and then he and then he had two season-ending injuries the last two seasons. That one, I don't really count that one because that one is out of his control entirely. Like, if you get a concussion, like, there's three people on the sideline not letting you go back in. Right. Like, you get a bone bruise on your leg and... Like, that's that's tougher. That was a good move. The doctor can be like, well, you really shouldn't, but, like, you could. And right. he could go in and play. And, like, right, right, right. the sprained PCL, like, the doctor can be like, I mean, you shouldn't, but you could... And it's up to him to make that decision. But the concussion, that's like, it's completely, like, your hands are tied. There's nothing you can do about it. I don't give a who what you got to say. Right, right, right. And, you know, I'll be, I'll be very honest with you. On days where we don't have to talk about Lamar Jackson, like, in depth, like, of, like, of, like the whole collusion thing, we'll bring that up. You and I both have similar opinions on that. Um, and I think the rest of the NFL kind of thinks it's laughable at this point, too. But anyway, well, maybe not, but I do. Anyway, um... <clears throat> like on days where we don't have to talk about the Lamar Jackson saga, I genuinely look forward to talking about sports. I genuinely do. On day on days when Lamar Jackson's contract or are people disrespect are people disrespecting Lamar Jackson, yada yada yada. Like people like people like throwing shade on his name. Like I genuinely like don't enjoy the sh- don't enjoy doing the show is like a wrong thing to say because I always do. But it's like you enjoy it less. I enjoy it less because I'm like Jesus Christ. We have to talk about this again. Like I like I've literally made the same point about Lamar Jackson. I feel like for 70 episodes now. My thing was is I just like 69. I did miss one. I just Sorry. got I just got tired of it. Like I just got tired of the saga. Like I said, it's like a it's like a TV show that they continue to put seasons out. And it's like all right, this is a good show, and then they put one last season out. But you could tell it's going to be the last season. Like, they announce it. They're like, hey, this is going to be the last season. And they just don't give a shit about it. And like, the season kind of sucks. It's like Game of Thrones. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but but based on what everybody said, the last season of Game of Thrones sucked. So this whole situation, I'm just like, man, like, just either sign the dude or be like, hey, 
we're going to trade Lamar Jackson and start giving some people some fucking clarity on the situation. I was trying not to curse too much in this episode. I don't know why, but I was I was like, hey, you know what? Let's, let's keep it clean today. Right. But, the, like, just give some people some fucking clarity on the situation. Yeah. Like, Lamar, when he was injured with the PCL injury, just come out and be like, hey, the knee's not right. I'm not playing. Right. Wipe, wipe your hands of it. There's no more There's no more discussions about he was faking an injury. Was he good to go or not? Blah, blah, blah. All this other stuff. Because all the Ravens were doing was being, like, Facetious. cryptic about the whole situation. Yeah. And, like... They you weren't. Know, they weren't. They weren't telling the whole, whole truth. Vague I mean, answers. Har- Harbs was dancing around. Was dancing around the answer the entire time. Yeah. No. I mean. I mean. That. That's pretty much the same way I was. I was sick and tired of just talking about it because all on social media, all you see is Lamar Jackson to X team. Lamar Jackson is not going back to the Ravens. The Ravens don't. The Ravens don't want to resign Lamar Jackson. When in actuality, in actuality, that's all fucking false. The Ravens do want Lamar Jackson to come back. Lamar and I genuinely think Lamar does want to play for the Ravens. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. It's like at the end of the day, it's a business, right? So if if we can't come to an agreement, if he doesn't want to, if he doesn't want to be here anymore, that's fine. I would understand it. It's a business, but the media is really what pisses me off the most because number one, the so-called insiders don't really know what's going on. That's true. My whole thing is I just hate that, like, you see on Twitter or whatever or in the sports media, it's like this X player, that X player, this X player, that X player. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm offended. If I'm Lamar Jackson, uh, I feel disrespected. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm this, I'm that. Lamar should feel this. Lamar should feel that. Well, you're not Lamar Jackson. You're not Lamar Jackson. So guess what? You don't feel that way. Right. You can, like you can feel a certain type of way all you want. Like if you're if you're a former player, you can speak for yourself. If this was happening to you, that's fine. No problem. But your brand is not as big as Lamar Jackson's. Honestly, I think there's one other player in the league who has a bigger brand than Lamar Jackson and he plays quarterback for Kansas City. I don't think anybody I don't think there's any other brand bigger than Lamar's. I'm trying to think. Maybe Demar Hamlin at this point. Well, I mean, I mean, that was his his brand got a hell of a lot bigger due to something that was one of the million. Very true. One of one of the million type of thing. Now everybody wants to see Demar Hamlin. They want to you know be able to tell him like, hey, look, proud of you. Love your story. Like you fighting back from what happened, that's great. And us here, the Bobby Norman Sports Lab, we're very, very happy that Demar Hamlin is even considering wanting to play bas- basketball. Yeah, football again. You know, it's it, it's it's a hell of a story. But I, you can't you can't say Josh Allen is more marketable because number one, he's in Buffalo. Right. Yeah, they market him pretty well for being in Buffalo. Right, they do. They 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 do a good job of marketing marketing him in Buffalo. If I'm on the outside, the way that the way that I see him all the time, I would think now CBS is breaking it. Um whatever. Um <laughs> I would if if I'm on the outside looking in, I would think that Joe Burrow is pretentious. Pretentious. It, like, like Cartier sunglasses. Motherfucker, it's cloudy. <laughs> Leave the sun. 
That's a big pet peeve of mine. Sports, not sports. I don't really care. If you're wearing sunglasses inside for an extended period of time, you're an asshole. Yeah. If you're wearing sunglasses when it's cloudy outside, you're an and asshole. Like, and like partly cloudy is one thing. Like it, it's a little sunny, but it's a, it, it's mostly cloudy, but the sun keeps poking through. Yeah. Whatever, no big deal. But if it's most like if it's a cloudy day outside, it's raining right now. If you're wearing sunglasses, you're an asshole. You are. Like if like you're on vacation, you walk like you're walking out of the hotel. This is just a hypothetical. You're walking out of your hotel when you're on vacation and you're getting ready to go outside and you're wearing sunglasses in the lobby. Whatever, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't care. But if you're going into the town mall of Westminster and you're wearing sunglasses, you're an ass. I don't know I don't I don't know where you I don't know where you got your high horse from. Um, but you gotta go fucking return it. Fair. I'm done with the hypotheticals. We got good stuff to talk about today. We do have a lot of good stuff to talk about. Chicago Bears trading the number one overall pick. I don't know if we said who to, but the Chicago Bears are trading the number one pick, according to Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter, two very reliable insiders um, for the for the NFL, trading the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers for the number nine overall selection, number 61, a future first, another pick. Nine, 61 in this draft. First round in next year's draft, second round in 2025, and number one wide receiver, DJ, DJ Moore. Moore. Yeah. Um, initial thoughts. You are the uh, you're a fan of the Carolina Panthers. What do you think? Uh, fan of the Carolina Panthers. I'm pissed. Okay. That we just got rid of one of the best young receivers in the NFL. Yep. Very, very consistent. DJ Moore has had... (laughs) What am I supposed to do with that? Come on, man. Toss it up, sorry. You still got the... The brand up there on the uh, on the computer. I do. We're about to start making T-shirts. If you want one, DM us. Yeah, we're not going to tell you what's on the T-shirts. Yeah. You got to <laughs> trust us. Yeah, you just you just got you just got to trust. I them. wouldn't. Yeah, you, you, that was a good putback. That was a good putback. It's a it's a it's a Nike shirt from custom from uh, customink.com. If you're interested, let me know. I got you. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're just going to have to use your. You're just going to have to. Uh, Fantasize whatever the whatever the fuck we can come up with. Those anyway. those who know know. But anyway, continue. Carolina Panthers. Yes. DJ Moore is one of the most consistent young receivers in the NFL. He's had nothing but shit teams around him. Let's just, let's just say it. Already got him on the Bears. Take it long, dude. Take they long at all, dude. They already have Chuck Clark on the Jets, and it's not even official yet. PFF doesn't even have that yet. Yeah, they don't even have that yet. Like like on PFF for the uh, for the mock draft simulator, you could still trade Chuck Clark. Right. Real quick, Chuck Clark to the Jets for next year's seventh-round pick. Ravens got we'll, that in return. We'll talk Not about really it. important. We'll just touch on it real quick. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll touch on it. We always we always find a way to touch on the Ravens on the show. True. Um, if I like DJ Moore's had nothing around him. Like he had four different quarterbacks thrown to him last season. I don't know if it was actually four. It was definitely at least three. Um, um Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, PJ Walker. I don't know if Matt Corral. I think he was still injured. Um, so I don't yeah, think Matt Corral, Matt Corral didn't play. No. Um, but I'm pissed because DJ Moore has been fantastic for us. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Panthers fan, I'm not a Panthers fan. Hypothetical. Literally wearing a Baltimore sweatshirt. Um, right. I'm mad. Like he was the most consistent uh, piece of our offense. Yeah. He's been relatively healthy his time in the league. Um, he's a fantastic route runner. 
He's got the speed. He's got the short hands. Um, great. You just traded away to to get uh, whatever quarterback Frank Reich wants, which I still firmly believe. DJ Moore has missed two games in his entire career. Fantastic. In, in, he's played in five years. Five yeah. years he's missed two games. That is remarkable. Um, CJ Stroud's going number one overall. Congratulations, Carolina. You got the best uh, quarterback in the draft. Um, But I'm mad. If I'm a Bears fan, I didn't ask you about that yet. Well, I'm going to give it to you. Well, I haven't gone that far. Oh. I didn't even give my opinion on this. On the, on, if, I'm a, if I'm a Panthers fan. Okay, well, what about you as a Panthers fan? <laughs> so, number so number one, the, Pan, the Panthers have a lot of needs on the roster already to begin with. Get, trading away DJ Moore, while that is such a kick in the balls if you're if you're a fan um right now this move allows them to go from 20 from 12 million dollars in cap spending to 37 I would have rather traded away Brian Burns than DJ Moore I'll say it well and you know I I I understand I understand why you say that but then again you know DJ Moore what the fuck just happened there I don't know whatever DJ Moore um well, DJ Moore does a hell of a lot more for the team than Brian than Brian Burns does because the the defense for Chicago is bad. But bad. but then again, you know now you're now you're getting a guy like Justin Fields, a legitimate number one wide receiver, which you know there's there was a lot of talk back and forth from from Chicago from the Chicago Bears wide receivers kind of saying the same thing that Rashad Bateman said, like oh give us our respect. But then again, nobody on that roster has really done anything. DJ Moore very is a very very consistent wide receiver. This is only the second time in his this past season was the second time in his career that he did not have over a thousand receiving yards. But he did set a career high in touchdowns with seven. So with the quarterback carousel that he went through last season, this is definitely this. I mean, this is definitely going to be the best quarterback he's played with since he was with Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, and even at that point, he was still he was just a rookie. So. If you're a Panthers fan, you're very, very upset about losing DJ Moore. But then again, you know a D, a, a guy like DJ Moore, you can f- you can find hit someone you can find a cheap replacement for him in free agency. Jacoby Myers, um, Alan Lazard is not really I I wouldn't really say is that type of player. But DJ Moore is, or um, Jacoby Myers is Juju Smith Schuster is that type of player as well. Um, and so they had two. What picks did they have? They gave up. Nine and sixty-one. Nine and sixty-one, which I think that's. They may have. They may have fleeced the Bears. I gotta see here. What picks do they have? So, so they still pick a thirty-nine as well. They still have. They still have thirty-nine, ninety-three, one fourteen, one thirty-two, and one forty-six. After this trade goes through, so at thirty-nine, they can always still get another wide receiver to replace DJ Moore. So. I'm not too bad out of shape if I'm the if if I'm the the Carolina Panthers. Now let me hear now let me hear your side if you're a Bears fan. If I'm the Bears fan, I'm over the fucking moon. Oh about God, this one. you kidding me? I'm over the Come moon. Come on, are yeah. you kidding me? You got a first. You move back eight spots. Yep. You got a third in '61. Yep. You got a next year's first. You got a second in 2025, and you got. A number one receiver. Your receiving core is now DJ Moore one, probably Darnell Mooney two, 
and Chase Claypool three. Uh, I'm not mad at that. I'm not bad. I'm sick. not mad at that at all. Yeah, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool. They still have a guy like Bayless Jones, Dante Pettis. Um, I don't know if they have the Dante Pettis anymore. He might be a free agent. Either way, that's your that's your three. Um, you still have a young tight end, Cole Komet, pretty talented. Yeah. Um, this gives you an opportunity at, at nine. They could even trade back again and get more draft capital. Yep. Which, and which, they really need to rebuild that defense and offensive line. Yeah. So 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 luckily here coming up for the for the for the Bears next week we do have the start of free agency. Um, the good thing for the Bears is that there are a lot of very quality offensive linemen available. From, from from left tackle all the way down to right tackle. Let's know, also not forget all the free agents that are coming available for defense, too. Michael Brockers. Um, uh, what's his name from the Rams just got released? There is Bobby Wagner, yes, but... Um, uh, why, am I drawing a, why am I drawing a blank on his name? I just saw it. They're pass rusher. Robert Quinn. No. No. Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd. Yeah, Leonard Floyd, free agent. Robert Quinn is a free agent also. Robert Quinn is a free agent. But yeah, I mean, I mean, there, there are a lot of guys who. This is two thousand twenty. Okay. There are there are a lot of guys who could, who they could go ahead and get in free agency in order to help out the team. The nice thing is, is that this trade. I mean, I I just, I just alluded to it. You know, DJ Moore ha- carries a cap hit of twenty five million dollars heading into the season. Well, the nice part TJ texted us and said yeah. the Bears just got so much better. Well, the the nice part about this is is that the um the Bears still have seventy five million dollars cap. Yeah, they can still spend a lot of money. Yeah, they they definitely can still spend a lot of money. Um, and they should use all of them picks on linemen, and then they'd be great. Well, I don't think so. I think mean, I don't. Still got to build the defense, buddy. Yeah, they got they got to do a little bit more than that. But you know, the nice part is is that they can go ahead and pay in order to get. Lyman in order to come in, I mean, you know, left ta- left tackle alone: Orlando Brown, Taylor Lewan, Donovan Smith, George Fant, uh, Connor McGovern, center. I think they have. I think Cody Whitehair um, is a solid mainstay for them, and I want to say maybe Tevin Smith, maybe, but both tackles need to be addressed. And your center definitely needs to be addressed as well. But Connor McGovern, he's a very good center. Ben Jones from the Titans, he just got released today. Um, so I mean, there and Mike McGlinchey from the 49ers, I think that's a, a very legitimate um, target for them here coming up in in free agency. Well, depending on what the Ravens do with Ben Powers, depending on what the Ravens do with Ben Powers as well. That's yeah, a solid left guard for like you bring him in and he just got done running the Greg Roman offense with Lamar Jackson. You got Justin Fields back there. He kind of already has an idea of what he's got going on with a mobile quarterback. And you know, one thing I will say also, you know, a guy like Patrick McCarry, you know, he, I mean, while while he does have his shortcomings in in your eyes, um, he is he is a very versatile offensive lineman. He can play all five positions. And um, I will say this also, according to PFF, he was ranked higher than I want to say he was ranked inside the top thirty, according to PFF last year. That's fine. Yeah, I mean. Good on Patrick for playing all five positions, but he doesn't play any of one of them great. He's kind of like decent at all five, which is like fine. You need a guy like that on your team, but I don't know. I like uh, 
I will say this: the one time Patrick McCarry did get an opportunity to play one position when he was the cent- when he was center the year that the Ravens went fourteen and two, he he was playing at a very high level. So if given a chance, I mean, he, a guy with that much versatility, I think he does warrant some some trade value from from the Ravens. Maybe the Bears could be looking to make a move as far as that goes because he can play either tackle position. Um, he's agile enough so when they want to pull it. Because I I think he'd end up playing tackle, when it, probably probably right tackle if if he was if he was to be traded and go somewhere else, um. But he's 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 versatile and he's agile enough that if you want to pull a tackle in order to get out in front of Justin Fields or, I think they'll end up going with um Khalil Herbert at running back this off this this upcoming season. I think they're going to let uh, David Montgomery walk. But if you end up if you end up doing that, you know you have a guy who can get out in front of who be your lead blocker for your runner. Um, so maybe not just the Bears, but anybody. I think I think he would carry some good trade value for for a team. I know we're not talking about the Ravens; we're talking about the Bears. So yeah, if I'm a Bears fan, I'm over the moon about this one. This is a fantastic trade. Um, get Justin Fields some help. You said like he's our quarterback; he's our future. You like it's one thing to say it; it's another thing to actually put your chips in that basket and do it. So, yep. um, good on the GM and the head coach for actually doing it. Uh, I still don't know if Matt Eberflus is the guy out there as the head coach, but hey, you know what? They took a shot here. They're like, hey, Justin Fields, the guy. They're, they're, and in, and in the la- last year, you know, they're Eber- backing it up. Eberflus really had to. Um, he had to do it with Matt Nagy's team. Yeah, he, it, 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 like him and Ryan Poles still weren't able to put their team together the way they wanted it. Now I think it's finally starting to take shape. Yes, they traded away a lot of mainstays, especially on that defense. So that definitely does hurt. But bringing bringing in, I mean, getting so much draft capital back, plus acquiring DJ Moore, I think that's I think that's really really going to help long term for the Chicago Bears. Um, it may seem like it's not a whole lot of draft compensation back for. Uh, the number one overall pick, especially in recent history, but you're getting a stud wide receiver. Exactly. Yeah, you're 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 getting. I think one of the ten best wide receivers in the NFL, maybe top fifteen wide receivers in the NFL. I give him top fifteen for sure. Um, I think you can make an argument for top fifteen, and who knows? Uh, you know, a guy who was struggling with passing earlier in his career was Josh Allen. He gets a guy like Stephon Diggs, his career takes off. I maybe it's going to have a similar effect for Justin Fields and DJ Moore. There is there is the possibility, so I think I think the sky is the limit now for the Chicago Bears. Um, I think that division is really wide open now as well, with bringing in a guy who I think now you would consider probably the second best wide receiver in the division, behind Amon Ra. No, behind Justin Jefferson. I did forget about him. Yeah, I don't know how I did. No, I I think I think j- just based on what based on longevity. And how since he's played in more seasons, I think you would put DJ Moore above Amonra. That's that's my opinion. True. Cardinals release Marcus Golden. Everybody everybody's getting cut today. Yeah, everybody's got to get back to the cap. It's true. They got to be cap compliant. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Good on good on the Bears. I don't know how much more the Cardinals got to be cap compliant. The thirty two million, they have thirty two million dollars in cap. Maybe Rich Gannon is just tired of the shit. He's who like, did, All right. who did they cut? Marcus Golden. That's yeah. another four million. Ian Rappaport said, "Rip up your mock drafts." Yep, because we just did one uh, for real before we did this. Yeah, we 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 both did one. Um, 
So at the at the top of the draft, Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, you're definitely you're definitely going up the number one in order to get a quarterback. Uh, especially given how I, th- I think that defensive line is is one of the better ones in the NFL. Yeah, between Derek Brown, Brian Burns, and uh, I'm forgetting Dave Blacklock. Is that his last name? Uh, they don't have Ross Blacklock. Why am I drawing a blank? No. Um, Derek Brown, Brian Burns, Judah Gross Matos, Shaq Thompson. You know they they do have they do have one of the more talented front sevens in the NFL. And the only I think the only other players that are worth taking number one overall would either be Will Anderson from Alabama or Jalen Carter from Georgia. So I think this almost shores up that the number one overall pick will be a quarterback. I think we're both in agreement. I think I think C.J. Stroud would probably be the best pick, um, especially given how he performed at the combine. Yeah. Um, yeah, he has a size. He has a strength. Yeah. Um, I've said it before with with Frank Reich. Like I think I've I think I've t- I've hitched my wagon of CJ Stroud to Frank Reich. For yeah. Quite some time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it it fits the mold of of what they're trying to do there. Um, or or what he, uh, historically for what he's had when when he's been in Indianapolis, Andrew Luck, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. Could be Brissett. He's a, he's a bigger quarterback. Yeah, well, well, he had Carson Wentz when he uh, Carson Wentz was in Philly. That was his OC. Right, right. So I mean, the the quarter the quarterback that he's been used to has been a bigger body quarterback, more of a pocket passer, but a guy who can run when need to. Maybe not Matt Ryan at this point now in his career, but um, you know, a bigger guy who can deliver the ball on time in rhythm. That's what C.J. Stroud is going to be able to do for you. Now, not having C.J. Uh, D.J. Moore uh, with their wide receiver, and and I mean. Your wide receivers are still Terrace Marshall Jr. and Lavisca Chenault. Those are going to be your number, your your top two. Well, as of right now, there's a lot of guys, like you said, in free agency. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely a lot of guys in free agency. In free agency, who you could go out and get at the wide receiver position? Who knows? Maybe they make a trade. Maybe they take thirty nine and something else. Go grab T Higgins. That'd be a lot. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if they're ready to do all that just yet. Yeah, that's my. That's just. That's just my thought on the whole thing. But there's a lot of other guys that are on the market. I mean, for heaven's sakes, you know, Robert uh, Woods, Adam Thielen, a guy who was just there, now chosen Anderson, uh, Nelson Aguilar, DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, uh, Jacoby Myers, Alan Lazard, Juju, Sterling Shepard's a free agent, Jarvis Landry. So I mean, th- there are a lot of guys who you could still. Well, Kenny Galladay's a free agent. Allen Robinson's been able to look around. Um, D Hop is reported to be traded. Um, I think Michael Thomas is now expected to restructure his contract down there in New Orleans. Yeah. Um. So he might not. Keenan Allen is expected to restructure his contract as well. So, um, we can almost count Keenan Allen and Michael Thomas out of the equation. I mean, another guy, Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ's a free agent. He's having a workout today for a lot of different teams. So yeah. Um. I could see OBJ in that in that baby blue. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm a big fan of the baby of that baby blue. Regardless, dude, I, he looked I, tough. I think I think anybody does look good in baby blue. That and Lakers purple. Hold on, hold on, hold on. just just mental image here. All right, just just rock with me here. Their new black uniforms mm-hmm. with the blue numbers mm-hmm. under the lights. OBJ black face mask, black helmets, black jerseys. Do they have a black face mask for that? Well, no, no, no. Like the the visor. My fault. Visor. Oh, a dark visor. That'd be, that'd be tough. Yeah. OBJ in that uniform. That's tough. Yeah, absolutely. That's a tough uni combination for OBJ. OBJ, what's up, man? I'm your agent now. Run, Odell. Run. He can very well. That's why he's in the NFL. <laughs> if, if, if if this guy is your free agent, just run. 
I'm not a free agent. Or if he is your agent, run. OBJ, I'm going to get you right. Don't worry about it. Just run. I'm going to get you right. I'm going to get you paid. I'm going to get you looking right in those uniforms. Um, but now, my, now, the, now the question that I ask is, if you're the Bears, sliding back to number nine, assuming they stay there, what do you think is... Um, you know, what do you think are going to be some options for them at number nine now? Because according to PFF, their team needs are wide receiver. They, they need everything, I think, besides a fucking quarterback. But wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, defensive line, linebackers, and defensive backs. Those are all going to be your big needs. At number nine, you know, what do you think are going to be some options for them uh, with that pick? Okay, so you got to wait and see how the board falls, right? right. At nine, you got to see how the board falls. Panthers are taking a quarterback at one. Yeah. Houston taking quarterback at two. Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are off the board at this point. I, I firmly believe it. First two picks. Yeah. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Honestly, I might log into FanDuel after this and put my money on CJ Stroud to be the number one overall pick. Uh, I can tell you what the odds are for that in just a second. Anyway. So then at three is the Seattle. No, not the, the Cardinals. Yep. What do the Cardinals do? The Cardinals could trade out of it. The, uh, some of the Raiders or the Falcons could be like, oh, shit. Okay, well, there's two guys off the board. We got to go get him now. We got to go get Will Levis or Anthony Richardson, whoever we're high. We got to go get him now that he's not making it to us. What do the Cardinals do? You know, that's a good question. I think the Cardinals now become now become the really, really interesting X factor. That's the prime trade position now. The Cardinals are, they, they made are, like a bandit. Odds are locked. Bastards. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because of this trade, they're like, oh yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, now the Cardinals are really in prime position in order to really just have 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 a field day with what they want to do with the pick. That three pick just right up the market, sky yeah, high. Yeah, because now now at this point, you know, now now teams like the Raiders, like the Falcons, possibly the Titans, the Jets, um. Hell, I mean, the Lions, the Seahawks, one of those two teams could want to go up and go get a quarterback still as well. You know, all of those teams could now are now vying for the fact to get ahead of Indianapolis. Because I think whoever's left over now at this point, Indianapolis has to take. Yeah, you got to take them. You, you, you have to take them. Now, there is a very, very real possibility. I think I said this. There is a very real possibility that one, two, three, four is all quarterback. If, it's possible. Now, now at this point, I think it is very possible. Depending on it, it really depends on what it, what Arizona is trying to do. They have a big need to edge rush, and at corner, I think there are two. I think Will Anderson is definitely very deserving of going at number three overall. Last year, we saw Derek Stingley go at number three. Could we see Devin Witherspoon? Could we see Christian Gonzalez go at number three? It's very possible. I think in all likelihood Arizona probably trades out of this pick just but, be, yep. for for the simple fact is now it is so much more valuable because you had I mean you had one team jump eight eight other teams mm-hmm. in order to get up so they make sure they get the guy they want. Yeah. Some of someone like the Raiders or the Falcons um they're going to be like, "Hey, we got to go we got to go get him now." So, uh you got to like the the Bears at 9 have to wait and see how the board falls. Uh, like you said, I think at this point we do see four straight quarterbacks go off the board. Yeah. First four picks are going to be quarterbacks. I think you see that now cuz I think Arizona does trade out of that so somebody can grab their quarterback. Yep. Then you have to see, all right, well what do the Seahawks do at 5? 
Yeah, now now the Seahawks are. In a, I think I think the Seahawks are now in a really really good position as well because now the Seahawks are going to have their pickup defensive player. They're going to take Will Anderson. I fir- I firmly believe they take Will Anderson. I would agree. I think I think Will Anderson's the best defensive player in the draft. I think they'd be foolish not to take him. Now you see Will Anderson at five, Jalen Carter at six to the Lions. Uh, well, even so, I mean, I mean personally, I would I would disagree with that just because the defensive line is they did cut Michael Brockers. So that does that does pose a bit of a, a bit of an issue, but. I think the secondary is what needs the most help for Detroit. Yes, but they do have a later they have a pick later in the first round with such a deep defensive back class. They can still later at where do they pick next? Like twenty five? I don't even think it's that late. No, eighteen. Eighteen, there you go. You still have your picks of Joey Porter Jr. Um Chris Gonzalez might still be on the board. Um Devin Witherspoon, Wither, Witherspoon could potentially still go. be on the board. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. That we can get that one out. Uh, Deontay Banks could still be on the board. Plenty, plenty, plenty of cornerbacks to go. There's only two, maybe three. I'd say three, three first round talents on the interior defensive line. Um, Jalen Carter leading the pack with Kalijah Kansi being the number two. Um, I'd say I'd say Brees is, is three. Had he performed better, I think Mozzie Smith probably would have been in. Could, could have, would have, yeah, yeah, could could have as well. Um, but I, there's three three first round talents for interior defensive line, which Jalen Carter before the legal issues came out, um, which I think is going to be cleared up before the start of the season, um, and I don't think it's going to pose to be too big of an issue. He was in a cell for 15 minutes, according uh, apparently. Yeah, he, he, he hopped was, in. He, he was in a cell for 15 minutes. Post a bond, he was out. Yeah, he hopped in. They they filed the paperwork. He said, "All right, post bond, cool. All right, here we go, back to Indy." Um, For Jalen Carter, I've heard I've heard, I've heard it on both. I've I've heard two different stories. I've heard that he was driving, and the other person who crashed their car was trying to keep up with him. That was one side of it. I've heard the other side was I heard they actually were street racing. I've I've heard I've heard both. Which one is the true? Which one is true? I don't know. I don't know if Jalen Carter's legally responsible for the death though, because the other dude was drunk. He what? He he's not legally responsible for the death. No. Yeah. So he's like Jalen Carter's gonna be fine. There's not gonna be any legal repercussions except for maybe they're like they keep a closer eye on him. No, Jalen Jalen Carter was booked for street racing. Yeah. Whoa. We've all done it. That was that was that was all he was booked for. He like it's it's not like he's not up for manslaughter. He didn't cause the accident. No, he was he was ahead of the incident when it happened. Yeah. So Jalen Carter's fine. You're gonna take him for the Lions. Lions take him absolutely. Um, bolster up that defensive line. Got to have it. Um, that's a, that's a phenomenal pick with corner being so deep. Like I said, you can take another corner at 18. You'll have Joey Porter Jr., Deontay Banks, um, maybe Christian Gonzalez still sitting there. I'd be shocked about that one, but I would I, be too. But, but I, I see your point. Yeah, but there's depth. There's a lot of depth there. And then, honestly, I see the Raiders moving up to three to take that uh, take a quarterback. I do as well. So I have the Cardinals picking here at seven based off of just initial reaction. Cardinals here at seven, uh, probably taking. So that le- that leaves them their pick between Tyree Wilson. Devin Witherspoon, Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter Jr. I think I think Joey Porter Jr. Joey Porter Jr. could go top ten. He could. He could. I don't think I don't think it's likely, but he but he he could. I think at this point, 
given given the fact that your team is so that that is an abysmal fucking team. Yeah, they're terrible. I, I think they take whoever is the top player on their board at that point. Tyree Wilson. For the, if, I I think I think Tyree Wilson's closer to Will Anderson than people think. Um, maybe not immediately, but I think long haul. Tyree Wilson has the potential to be just as good as Will Anderson. Um, so I, I would say he's he Tyree Wilson might be as high as Jalen Carter is on my on for me personally. Okay. Fair enough. So so with with that, yes, seven, I would say Arizona takes Tyree, Tyree Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Perfect. Then we come up to eight. What do the Falcons do? Do they take Anthony Richardson, who's sitting there? Because personally, I still think that the Well, Anthony Richardson wouldn't be sitting there. You think the Raiders are moving up to get him? We just talked about that. We 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 literally we literally just said that Arizona picks at seven. So so henceforth Vegas would move up to three. Yes, to grab Will Levis. Right, and 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 Indianapolis is not passing on a quarterback, so they would take Anthony Richardson four. Uh, okay, well that's fair. Yeah, I, I mean I mean we we both just agreed that we think that the top four picks are going to be quarterbacks now. Okay, perfect. So what do the Falcons do here? Did that's that. That's a great question. I think, I think uh, Tyree Wilson going off the board really mucks things up for them. Um, so honestly, Atlanta could then be in prime position position to trade as well. But um, with it with a need at wide receiver, I think they would go ahead and take their guy who who they like the most. Uh, he's high on my board. I think that pick would be Jackson Smith and Jigba. Perfect. Uh, I mean, I mean. He 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 didn't run at the he didn't run the forty yard dash that it, that is what it is but every other drill that he ran he is inside the top five in combine history for the way that he performed uh, he, he's he's more quick than he is fast um, that's what you get when you are uh, he is going to translate to a slot receiver in the NFL I think well in my mock draft that's what I had and my reasoning behind it was I was like they're not going to take a quarterback just yet they're rocking with Desmond Ritter that's going to be their quarterback I don't think they get anybody else they're going to rock with Desmond Ritter Desmond Ritter is not a strong arm cannon of a guy he's kind of a he's more of a I'm going to throw it where I need to throw it kind of guy in rhythm in stride yeah. that's his play style so you don't need a really fast receiver you need somebody that's going to just outright win the routes that's what jackson smith and jigba does that makes sense in their offense you already have the the big guy in drake london you got a talent in kyle pitts jackson smith and jigba you got those two big bodies in drake london kyle pitts jackson smith and jigba he's a decent size i think he's like six foot but he's just technical route runner i think he's six foot maybe five eleven if they measured him at the combine maybe five eleven Six one. Six one. There you go. Um he kind of fits. Real technical route runner. Wins the route. Um great release. Great breaks on his route. Makes sense in that offense. Yeah, and if 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 you listen to what anybody says about Jackson Smith and Jigba, you know, that those those are the things that pops off the page. He wins his routes. He's he's very, very good footwork. He catches the ball he catches the ball in stride and he's great over the middle of the field. That's what he did at Ohio State. That's what he that's what he's gonna do very, very well in the NFL. Yeah. That takes us to number nine for the Chicago Bears. At that point, you know they're in a they're in a really really precarious situation as well because defensive ba- defensive ba- defense in general is a fucking need for them. But so is offensive line, and you know if you look down the board, there's not a lot of teams that have a need at defense. 
It's more it's more so offensive line. Mm-hmm. I think there's a very strong possibility that knowing like hey, okay, maybe we can, you know, there's a guy that we like coming up at pick uh then I pick again until 54. So that poses a little bit of an issue. But depending on what they do as far as spending goes, um I can see them either going with a defensive back here, so Devin Witherspoon would be the number, would be the top guy on my board at that point. Or I could see him going tackle with with uh, Paris Johnson Jr. Yeah, I mean because I mean both guys, one played at Ohio State, one played at Illinois. You know, both both of those guys are used to that type of weather. They would thrive very very well in that type of weather. Paris Johnson Jr. protected for Justin Fields when he was in Ohio State, uh, and of course Devin Witherspoon. I mean, the Big Ten pumps out great DBs every year. They, they 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 just do yeah. them in the SEC. That's how it's always been. So either way, you're get, you're getting a great pick there. I I mean, I'd find it hard pressed that they really go in any other position. I'd trade back again if I was them. Okay, so if so if if you're the Bears and you're tra- and you're trading back again, what do you think or or who do you think is someone that could that be, could be going up to get uh, the person that they want? Um. Personally, I think the who, Jets. Who? Okay, I was gonna say who was that team, and what are they going to go get? Uh, they're going to get Paris Johnson Jr. Okay, because they're gonna they're locking up the deal with Aaron Rodgers. I think that's I think it's pretty much la- lock and key at this point. I potentially I agree. They, we 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 were, we were gonna talk about this, so I guess we can go get this out of the way now. Or they could potentially go up and get a wide receiver after seeing who Jackson Smith Jackson Smith Ajigba come off the board. They're gonna trade for Aaron Rodgers. That could potentially mean Elijah Moore is gone. That could potentially mean um, Braxton Berrios already is gone. He got cut. He already is. He's he's been released. Um, they could. They might have to give up a wide receiver. You got Aaron Rodgers. You want to surround him with as many weapons as possible. You've already released Braxton Berrios. You're getting ready to trade away Elijah Moore. Go grab Jordan Addison. Interesting concept. Could we see a tight end go at number nine? You could. I mean, they got C.J. Ozama up there, but you had your choice between C.J. Ozama or Darnell Washington, who I believe is going to be the first tight end off this board. He tested way too well at the Combine, dude. He 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 did test very well. I don't think Darnell Washington is a top 10 talent, per se. I don't know that there is a tight end that's top, top 10 talent. Not till next year. Brock Bowers coming out of Georgia. Well, yeah, I think I think the only tight end that you could that you really could justify taking that high is Michael Mayer. That's just my opinion. Um, I all in all, I do think that Darnell Washington is going to end up translating better just because athletically he is such a freak. But um, that 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 was kind of more of like a hypothetical. He reminds me of Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, yeah, the, just just the way the way that he looks, the way that he plays. He looks big, like a, athletic. Big. I don't think he's as stocky as Gronk is. He he looks like skinnier. Yeah. Um, still a big body. But I mean, Rob Gronkowski, he like he's bred straight from a fucking Neanderthals. Well, that's fair. Um, like 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 his like Rob Gronkowski's lineage traces back to him drawing on them drawing on caves. Very true. Uh. <laughs> Or maybe maybe they take Zay Flowers here. Guy played in Boston College, used to the cold weather. He's played in it. Um, he might serve a little bit better than Jordan Addison. I mean, I know Jordan Addison. He grew up in Maryland, played at Pitt, uh, but then he went out to California. Little little different climate out there. Um, Zay Flowers played at Boston College, 
really tactile, really tactical route runner. Does it does it very well. Very crisp, clean routes. Um, they do have Garrett Wilson. They're not they're not trading away him. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do they have at wide receiver? Why am I drawing uh, a blank on it? Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims. Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, you got your choices there. You got to give. Be like, hey, look, Aaron. We'll bring you in. We'll give you the wide receiver talent uh, that you never had over in uh, Green Bay, which is not true. He did have wide receiver talent. I don't want to get that confused. Um, but they ha- they haven't had this. It, this would be the best level of talent he's had for sure since since the year they won the Super Bowl. Well, you go out and you you move up. You grab Paris Johnson Jr., the best left tackle in the draft. Protect his blind side. Be like, look, Aaron. We got. We already got the weapons. We'll solidify the offensive line for you. We got you. Yeah, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Denzel Mims. Those are those are right now their top four. It's, it's Braxton Berrios is still listed, but um, the part, just, yeah. Uh, so I mean, they might have to they might have to date. give up one of those wide receivers. So they could move up and be like, hey, you know what? We gotta take a we gotta take a wide receiver here. Um, Aaron, who do you want left on the board? Um, or they might be like, hey, we're gonna get you a left tackle. We're gonna solidify that that for you. Um, so the Jets moving up to nine from thirteen, I believe. Um, they don't have to give up a shit ton to move up four spots. Well, I will say at this point, if the Jets have Aaron Rodgers, they don't own this pick. You think so? I don't think they own this pick. Eh, maybe. I think. I think. I think it would be clean spot. One for Rodgers. 13 for Rodgers. I think you can walk away. You can give him a second this year, maybe Elijah Moore, and a second or a third next year. Okay, well, let me see something here. Son of a gun. Okay, computer? For a two-year rental on a quarterback? You're not, you're not giving up the farm. Let me see here. Jets. Let's see if this is something they would entertain. So a second this year, try third, third next year, and Elijah Moore would not be accepted. What about a second next year? Would not be accepted. Of course, this is on PFF. Yeah, see, they're <laughs> they're way overvaluing him. Like you got a two year rental. Yeah. Exactly. Two seconds. Elijah Moore. Maybe maybe you give up a, a defensive piece. <clears throat> For Green Bay, they need... Uh... You know, they still do have Dwayne Brown, who is aging. <sighs> He's old. 38 years old. Or did they cut him? He's on the wrong side of 35. Because right trade. now, it uh, doesn't say void yet. His contract is voidable next year, so he'll 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 be there. I mean, I guess they could rock with him. I don't know. Maybe they move off to wide, take wide receiver though. Well, let's let's just. Oh, now it's wow. PFF's working fucking fast now. Fucking on it, boy. They're on it. So now, okay. So let, let's just, let's just say hypothetically, you know. Chicago does stay there. You know, who do you... Witherspoon. 
You think Devin Witherspoon is probably the pick? From Illinois. Chicago, Illinois. Hopetown okay. kid. Best D, best DB in the draft? Yeah, you take him. Okay. That's a fan favorite there. They'll, I mean, they'll eat that up. I, I mean, which which so which one would you be happier with? Paris Johnson, a guy who can now protect Justin Fields, or... Um, Get your tootsies off the camera. What are you doing, dude? It's not on the camera, guy. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, it's just on the camera. Yeah, that. Well, I'm, I'm getting comfortable. I'm, listen, I'm in my own house, okay? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Get the hell out of here. This is... This is my domain. Welcome. Please come in. <laughs> oh, God. It's just you. <laughs> That's a funny fucking movie, dude. It is a funny movie. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know which one I would be, which one I would be happier with. Devin Witherspoon or Paris Johnson Jr.? We got to think. You're in a division where you have to go up against Justin Jefferson. Yep. Amon Ross St. Brown and Christian Watson. You got to face those three dudes six times a year. Very true. I will. I will give you that. But then again, you also have to go against Aiden Hutchinson and Rashawn Gary. That's fine. And Zedarius Smith. Nope. The way it sits now, yeah. He he left. He's leaving. The the way the way it is right now. Okay, well, um, what's his name? Daniel Hunter. That's it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud. I mean, the way they run the ball, maybe that, maybe that gets valued more than a corner because they still, they still do have Jalen Johnson. They do have Eddie Jackson. So I mean, I mean, they still have the talent at corner, I believe. Eddie, Eddie Jackson's a safety. The secondary, at least. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's safety. They have Eddie Jackson, Jaquan Brisker. Jalen Johnson. And Kyler Gordon. So they're not too bad at they're not too bad at corner. Um let's see, how did Kyler Gordon play last year? Kyler Gordon, uh, da, 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 55 tackles, two tackles for loss, three picks. All right, so not bad. Yeah, not not too bad at all. He um, was inactive for three games, healthy scratch for one, out for two. I still think they trade this away, but but yeah, if if they have to make the pick there at nine, I think they take Devin Witherspoon. Over a guy like Paris Johnson? Yes. Okay. okay. That's just me. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, at this point, you would you, you have your pick of whoever the hell you want. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's it it's one of those things where it's, you know, who like what pick are you like, which one are you are you running to the to the podium faster? Yeah. Um, but you know, Ian Rappaport said it best in his tweet. You know, tear up your mock drafts. You know, it's um. I'm gonna do another one when this episode's over. Yeah, so am I. Just for just for the hell of it. S's and G's. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, this this is a very very entertaining entertaining time of the year. Next Wednesday, free agency starts. Monday, I believe the tampering period starts. That's when the teams can start talking to Lamar Jackson as well, if they're not colluding. Yes. So you know what? Talk about the, talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. The number one pick getting traded. That was that was something that was um, you know, a little bit more out there. You know, we'll 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 go we'll go ahead and bring it up now. You know, the, <laughs> you know, since of the topic in my eyes, um. I'll ask you, is the NFL colluding against Lamar Jackson? No. Okay, thank you. 
No, they're not colluding. Look, Rich Eisen explained it very well. In order for another team to land Lamar Jackson, there's two there's two pieces to this puzzle. The number one piece is other teams know that they're doing Baltimore's dirty work for them. Who what asshole did this one? Chapasso. God, he's an idiot. Chris Chapasso, you're an idiot. Anthony Richardson's not going one. They did not trade up to number one to grab Anthony Richardson, the biggest project quarterback in the draft. They could have gotten him at nine. What an idiot. I'm not against it. I kind of like it. Well, of course you do. You're high on Anthony Richardson. I'm high on life, dude. That's fine. But don't be that high on Anthony Richardson. I don't like that at all. What did he? Okay, so I'll just I'll I'll just go ahead and get this one out there. What is this asshole doing? Okay, well easy, easy, easy. No, I won't be easy. No, you don't have a choice. You have to be easy. No. Okay, okay so Chris Trapasso has the Baltimore Ravens trading Lamar Jackson to the Atlanta Falcons. In return, we get the pick. We get pick number eight, and we also sign Ryan Tannehill. I'll chop both my feet off. Yeah, I'd rather roll my ankles than sign. Yeah, I did that, and then I had surgery to fix one of them. <laughs> and with the number eight pick, he has us taking Quentin Johnson. At number nine, he has he actually has the Bears taking Jackson Smith and Jigba, which would be in the, which would be interesting. That'd be a good pick for them. Yeah. Uh, why would the Ravens not take Jackson Smith and Jigba before Quentin Johnson? Um, the Ravens move Jackson to start building around Tannehill, their bridge guy in twenty twenty three. Johnson is a big, long, physical. Yak specialist with serious vertical ability. Lamar ja- in the Lamar Jackson trade, the Ravens get this selection: a 2024 first, a 2020 and second from Atlanta, along with a 2025 second and fourth. So the Ravens will get more in return for Lamar Jackson than the Chicago did for number one. And then to follow it up with pick number 22, Dick Cam Smith. I hate this guy. Yeah, I'm he's not, an idiot. I'm not a fan of that at all. I t- I said it earlier earlier this episode. The dudes at CBS Sports have no idea what they're doing with a mock draft. Uh, I would agree. They're stupid. Well, you know, the, I said it. I meant it. The whole the whole Lamar Jackson thing. So number one, that the NFL is not colluding against Lamar Jackson. Yeah, can I get back to that? Yes. You please. interrupted me with asshole. I saw it. I just wanted to read it. I said it. I meant it. Um, I just wanted to show you. Rich Eisen said, "Because I care." Not Jordan only, Addison, thirty-one. He has Jesus. That's not going to happen. He's foolish. Okay. Anyway, continue. Not only do other teams have to do the dirty work for the Baltimore Ravens and get a contract done with Lamar Jackson. It's believed that the Ravens are going to match whatever offer somebody else puts on the table for yeah. Lamar Jackson. So you're doing the dirty work. You're getting the job done for the Ravens, who clearly cannot get the job done with Lamar Jackson. I said it I said it on Tuesday. Then, as of now, have not been able to do it. Have not been able to as of now. Then there's the fact of all the guaranteed money that you give in a contract has to go into an escrow account. Mm-hmm. So... If Lamar Jackson truly does want $200 million or $230 million fully guaranteed, the owner of, let's say, the Falcons, because that's who he has us trading Lamar Jackson to, the owner of the Falcons has to then, that day, have to start getting his ducks in a row to put $230 million in an escrow account for Lamar Jackson. Then, of course, there's probably more money on top of it in the contract. Excuse me. Then you have to send all those pieces away to Baltimore. So not only do you have to do 
the dirty work, get the contract done. You got to negotiate with, with him and his mom. Then you have to spend $200 million that day. Then you also have to ship off a ton of draft picks to the Ravens. I will say this. Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, has a net worth of $7.6 billion. I don't think $200 million would really be that big of an issue for him. So I'm just saying. Well, that's I'm, his net worth, and that's all everything that he has. It might not mean he has $200 million in cash to give up. Well, very true. Like, he has a net worth of $7 billion, but how much are the Falcons worth? Uh, that's a good question. I was about to look that up. They're probably worth like $2.8 billion. If I had to guess. They're probably not worth a, a shit ton. $2.8 billion? Yeah. That's your guess? Yeah. Motherfucker. I'm going to fucking find it. <sighs> shit. Keep going. Okay. I'll find it. But then, like Rich Eisen says, Atlanta net worth. You muff. Um, you're paying, you're putting $200 million into a quarterback that hasn't finished the last two seasons. Four. Four billion. Yep. There you go. So he's, he's, his net worth is seven billion, but four billion of it is simply the Falcons alone. There you go. I didn't think they were worth that much money. There you go. Um, but you got to put the, all that money into a quarterback that hasn't finished the last two seasons. And, and it's just, that's a lot to do. Um, that's as of August 2022. So that's a, that's a pretty current number. Yeah, that's, that's pretty pretty accurate, I'd say. Um, I don't know, man. It doesn't seem, that's not, that doesn't sound like con- collusion. That sounds like uh, people not wanting to do the dirty work for another franchise. Yeah, I do agree. Um, you know, I really don't think any NFL franchise wants to go ahead and try to sign a player that they know that they're not really going to get a chance to uh, get 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 a chance to have. You know, um, if you were Jerry Jones, would you sell the team for eight billion dollars right now? Uh, well, number one, that team is going for more than eight billion dollars, probably. But would you do it? Would you keep it in the family? I'd probably keep it in the family and let Steven sell it. I'm just curious. He bought he bought the fucking franchise for 150 million dollars, and now it's worth 8.8. Well, it would sell for probably close to 10 billion at this point now. Probably. Um. But anyway, um, you know, if I am, the collusion thing, you know, it's 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 a really entertaining. It is entertaining to talk about. I'll be very I'll be very naive. That's a huge allegation to make. I'm not oh, saying you are, but oh, I'm just saying oh, in general, massive. it's massive. But you know, but you know the whole the whole idea of okay, well, let's go ahead and offer him this contract. You know, we're willing to go ahead and part with two first round picks. This is what we think is fair, and then Baltimore swoops in and just says, "Yeah, we'll match that." Then he did all your hard work for nothing. That's a, now now granted, you know, teams can say that we don't want to have conversations with Lamar Jackson just yet because I think if they do now, I believe it's considered tampering. Right now, yeah, yeah, it's, they it's, have to wait till Monday. It's considered tampering. So the fact that they're coming out and saying, no, we don't have any interest in Lamar Jackson, maybe that's just them saying we don't have any interest in Lamar Jackson at the present moment. Well, Ian Rappaport also said, like, if they put their if they put their eggs in that basket, into the Lamar Jackson basket, they could start talking on Monday, the tampering period. Free agency doesn't the the official league year doesn't start until Wednesday. They put uh they start talking to Lamar Jackson, they offer him a contract. Well, the Ravens have five days. To match it. Right. The Ravens 
could take their time and screw over other franchises. They could wait until the deadline, say, yeah, we'll match it. And then the Atlanta Falcons, who just put in this offer on Tuesday, like they they got they started talking to Lamar Jackson on Monday. They tabled it, took it into consideration, came back Tuesday, said, yeah, we'll do it. Pops out Tuesday, be like, hey, we will. We will. Here, Lamar, here's a contract we are willing to give you. The Ravens are alerted. Of course, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, everybody's reported at that point. We all know it. Ravens take five days. What's that from Tuesday? Is that Saturday? Saturday. The big free agents are already gone off the table. Yep. Majority majority of them are. But then, you know, it's you know, it's a, it's an interesting concept because it would almost be the same way as how it was last NBA offseason. Kevin Durant requested a trade. Yeah. That halted everything. Yep. Everything came to a yeah, everything everything came to a complete stop because everybody's like, okay, well, let's see what happens with Kevin Durant. If he doesn't get moved, all right, now we'll start spending. Maybe it would be the same way with Lamar Jackson. I highly doubt it because football is much more team-oriented than just five guys playing basketball on the floor. Yeah, everybody else is going to be like, well, this is our opportunity. The Falcons have a shit ton of cap space, but they're not spending it because they're trying to get him. Right, so let's just, let's just go ahead and take every single defensive player out from underneath the Falcons. Um... And go ahead and just re and now we don't have the Falcons to compete with. The Falcons are gonna the Falcons ideally would be a very, very big spender as far as defensive free agents go. And, you know, if they're all if they're wrapped up in the in the Lamar Jackson saga, you know, that would be them missing an opportunity to replenish their defense. Yeah, then what are you gonna do? You're gonna go out and spend a shit ton of money, but then you don't have anything to pay Lamar Jackson with. Right. So it it it, it is really, really inter- it, it's very, very interesting to see how it's going to play out. There's some more nuances to this than, like, just immediately, and it was immediate, allegations of collusion. Yeah, I mean, if like, if you want to if you want to take, a, like, a deeper dive into it, you know, if you want to talk about collusion, let's say, let's, let, let's say that the, that the Ravens colluded with Marquise Brown to drop fucking touchdown passes from Lamar Jackson, so his, his numbers wouldn't be as high. Yeah. It, it wouldn't, it wouldn't look as good. Because they did, they hit Hollywood right in the hands. Oh, right so so many fucking times. I'm a big fan of Hollywood Brown. Same, he, big, big, big fan of Hollywood Brown. Played he, for my favorite college football team, but he fucked us a lot. He did fuck us a lot. I was kind of happy to see him go. Yeah, no, no, knowing that we actually got what we got for him now at this point in Tyler Linderbaum, you know, it it all it all ended up working out in the Ravens fa- Ravens favor very very well. But you know the whole the whole adage of oh they're colluding against Lamar Jackson, well. You know, they really have no reason to, because you and I discussed it. The Lamar Jackson has so much marketability that if he does sign with your team and you are a huge city like Atlanta, your jersey sales are going through the roof. Oh my god, they're 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 crushing it. Tom Brady Tom Brady crushed it his first year when he was when he was there in Tampa Bay. Your your jersey sales for Lamar Jackson alone would be stellar. Atlanta is a hotbed for, you know, pop culture right now. You think Kyle Pitts would give up eight? To get someone like Lamar Jackson? I think he would. Do you think he'd give up the number? I think he would. Or do you I, think Lamar would just go with number one? Uh, no, because Lamar said that he's not going to switch to number one until he wins the championship. Okay. And, and that is something that Lamar Jackson will stick with. Okay. Um, But, I mean, you had, like... Atlanta already has so many like super fans to begin with. I mean, if you if you look look at Hawks games, the Migos now only two of the three. 
Um, but the, the Migos would be sitting courtside all the time. Gucci would be sitting courtside all the time. Yeah. Got like two James. Samuel, Samuel Jackson is an Atlanta Falcons super fan. All these fans who, like all, all these huge celebrities, all these huge personalities, they'd be showing up all the fucking time to watch Lamar Jackson. Oh, dude, people be coming out the woodworks. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? So, like, so many people would gravitate towards the Atlanta Falcons. I'd be one of them. I'm a huge. I'm I'm a big enough fan of Lamar Jackson. I will follow him wherever he goes. I'm not. I'm staying loyal to the Ravens. No doubt about it. Like this is not going to change my allegiance to it. Trust me. I spent too much fucking money on the Ravens in my in the past to just jump ship on them now. I'd I'd still root for Lamar Jackson. I would still root for Lamar Jackson. I would still cheer for him. I would still. And in all honesty, I'm a big enough fan of his. I'd still probably end up buying it. His jersey, or maybe like, you know how they do like those shirts with the name and the number on the back of it and all that shit. Maybe I would buy one of those, you know, just just to still support him. But um, just how marketable he is, especially in such a huge city like Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta is a monster market. It's a very very successful market. You know, the the Braves are playing very very. I've always been playing very good baseball for the longest time now. The Hawks have Trey Young. You know, they just they just can't really figure it out. Yeah. But but this new lavish football stadium that they, that they play in that has the college football national championship playing in it, everything would be going in your favor if you do happen to sign a guy like him. Same thing with Las Vegas. Same thing with Dark Horse, New England. That whole that whole region, they they go crazy for the Patriots. Same thing in Nashville if Tennessee manages to get a hold of them. Same thing in Washington. Washington monster market. The New York Jets if they don't get if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, you know. Yes, while you will be missing out on other free agents or not being able to spend money how you probably first envisioned it with getting Lamar Jackson, all of that is going to shift in your favor in another way because now people are going to want to play with Lamar Jackson. Hundred percent, and that's gonna that's ultimately going to help your team because now. You know, so-and-so could say, okay, well, I want to play with Lamar. Yeah. I want to win with Lamar. If I have to take less money, so be it. I just want to make this happen. Let, like, let, you and me, let's make this happen. So that would help your team in so many other different ways. Yes, you might not be able to spend money on the free agents how you want to, but the fact that you would collude against him, A, that is like so backward thinking. Well, there's and there's two other pieces to this to this uh, puzzle that I also heard and I do agree with. Okay. What if Lamar Jackson just doesn't fit their plans offensively? That's a very good point. The Ravens have built this offense around Lamar Jackson. It was a very specific offense to be built around Lamar Jackson. Granted, that was with Greg Roman. Now we have Todd Munkin in. But what if he's just not in their plans? Like the the Miami Dolphins, the in. Under uh, Mike McDaniel's offense... Who picked up their fifth-year option on two of the day. They did. You don't need a playmaker like Lamar Jackson, a quarterback. You don't need a Steph Curry. You need a Chris Paul. Exactly. You, you need, need a Sis. Yep, you need a guy who can facilitate the ball and make very, very smart decisions. Get it to the open player to make the plays because that's what they get paid to do. Here's what I'm paying you to do. Right. You don't need a guy who's going to go out there and win you the game himself. You need a guy who's going to put your team in a position to win the game. Chris Paul now with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker on the team does not need to score 30 points a night. No. 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 You Chris, need 15 assists from him. Yep. Chris Paul is at a point in his career now where you can do 15 and 15 and you're, and you're, and you're happy with that. Over the moon about it. Yeah. 
But you know, to your credit, the Miami Dolphins—they don't need somebody. They don't need someone like that to come play quarterback for the team. That's why I think Lamar Jackson was was such a popular pick for the Atlanta Falcons because they kind of do the same things that the Ravens do: run the ball very well. You add in a running quarterback—that's that's just another dimension to it. I think that's also why a, a reason why um, uh, idiot Nick Wright um, said that Chicago should go for Lamar Jackson. I, I I mean yeah I I emphasize the word idiot for Nick Wright I I picked up on that yeah but maybe he just doesn't fit their offensive plans maybe that's not what they're trying to do Lamar has like we also don't know if Lamar Jackson can run another offense we've only seen him in the Greg Roman offense now granted I I understand like his rookie season like they kind of they tailored that stuff in when Joe Flat after Joe Flacco got hurt but excuse me. Um, his the only offense he's really ran is a Greg Roman offense. We have no idea if Lamar Jackson can run another style offense in the NFL. Yeah, you know it it is it is a very interesting converse. It, it is something very interesting to think about. You know, okay, if we do happen to bring in Lamar Jackson, will he be able to do what we want him to do? That's a very good question. You know, ultimately, I think ultimately, I think he would be able to go ahead and you know run another style of offense very very successfully because i mean he ran a pro style type of offense when he was when he was in louisville um i agree and, that's in louisville not in the nfl though and that's like no, that's what i'm saying yeah yeah no very 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 true um you know one thing i will say about lamar jackson is you know the whole the whole joke of oh he's a running back that plays quarterback you know that's a that's a that's an old joke now at this point yeah he's put that to bed he, he's 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 put it to bed he's proved that you know i can go ahead step back and pass People people bring up oh well he can't he can't play from behind you know his passer rating is higher when he is trailing in two minute in the final two minutes in the final four minutes of the game than it is when it is tied in the same scenario he gets the job done he gets the job like come hell or high water whether whether it's the offense for you or not Lamar Jackson is going to find a way to get your team that win regardless and that that's just because he's such a special type of player. Which is which is again, you know, that's why that's why teams I think teams would put a hold on their off season plans to get a guy like him. Yeah, and then the second piece because uh, I I heard that piece and I was like, wow, I was like, that's actually like a really, really good point. Like, what if he doesn't? But the second piece is, when the hell did we start letting the Browns dictate how the league is run? That's very true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is this is this is all going back to um, a. Shout out, uh, Con Coward. Uh, B. This all goes back to them offering Deshaun Watson this fully guaranteed deal that broke broke everything in the NFL. When did we start following in the Cleveland Browns' footsteps? When did we let them start running the NFL and dictate how all thirty-two teams make decisions? Yeah, yeah, you know, and and ultimately that that is the whole reason why there is such a hang up on the whole Lamar Jackson contract because he does want a fully guaranteed deal, and and you know his mindset behind it is 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 very very sound reasoning. I've done more than Deshaun Watson. Why does he deserve it and I don't? I get that. Don't I don't argue it at all. But the point is, he didn't deserve it. Right? Yeah. Desha- Deshaun Watson did did nothing to deserve that. He helped. He he allowed a poverty franchise to limp to division titles in the weakest division in football three times. Yeah. 
That's not that's not a very big accomplishment. Yeah, mm. you're a, you're a three time division winner. That's great. I don't really give a fuck if you win. Like you could win every single division possible. I don't give a fuck. End of the day, I do not fucking care because you may have won three division titles. Okay, that's all good and fine. Well, that means you hosted three playoff games and lost them all. They had a ten point lead over Kansas City and lost it and lost it, Got obliterated by them. Yeah. Yeah, Kansas City uh, flipped the switch there, and that was that was lights out for them. They, like Houston was up by ten at half. Yeah, Kansas City flipped the switch. I'm pretty sure won by three touchdowns. Yeah, they beat the hell out of them. But yeah, I mean, when did we start letting the Cleveland Browns dictate how we run our organization? I'm sorry, that's how the Cleveland Browns do business. We're the Baltimore Ravens. This is how we do business. Yeah. If that's the contract you want, hit up the Browns. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know and that's all and that's another thing that I have came to grips with now as well is the fact that no team is going to be willing to give him that that large of a deal unless it's someone who is like Dan Snyder on his way out of the NFL and he just wants to say, "You know what? Fuck you guys." Yeah, yeah, fu- fuck you. I'm going to leak all this dirty laundry. Oh, by the way, I'm also going to sign Lamar Jackson to a 5-year, 300 million dollar contract and give him every penny of it. <laughs> Good luck signing Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Jalen Hurts. Yep, yep, and um, it, and I think he is the only one that's crazy enough to do it. Yeah, he is. But my thing is, is until you can guarantee me that you are going to play every game, I'm not going to give you every cent guaranteed. And 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 I I do understand what you're saying there as far as that goes, but. That's a guarantee that nobody can make in the NFL. Exactly. So you know? You're just not going to get a fully guaranteed contract. I'm not going to pay you money to sit on the bench. I mean, Tom. I mean, Tom Brady had arguably the most impressive season in NFL history. The year that they went 17 and 0 and ended up losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Play one next season towards ACL, non-contact towards ACL. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Like that's just what it is. But I'm not going to pay you uh, 45 plus million dollars a year guaranteed. Like that you're going to get that. For you to sit the bench. Because you're injured. You know what I mean? Like, until you can guarantee me you're not going to get injured, which nobody can, I'm not going to pay you $45 plus million a year to, to play football for me. It's such a violent sport. So because he... Because of the injury history, you have that... No, that's anybody. I'd have, I'd have the same... I'd have the same uh, thing for Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, all of them. And so you can guarantee me that you can play every every game. I'm not giving you a fully guaranteed contract. Oh, you're saying fully guaranteed strictly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full, okay. Fully guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 was that was where the confusion was because I you were, you said 45 million, and you were saying fully guaranteed. Yeah, so that was where that was where the confusion was. What I'm saying, like 45 million a year for a five year contract, fully guaranteed. Oh, okay, you know what I mean. I'm not giving you that contract. Yeah, fully guaranteed. Until you can promise me that you can be on the field every single game. Okay. Because I was going to say, that means that you wouldn't even pay Lamar Jackson $45 million, Which I was going to say, Tuesday you just said you would, you'd like, 50 is probably the number for him. Annual 50. Yeah, which, I agree. I, I think. Right, which, which which is why I was trying to, like, make sure that you and I are still on the same page. Yeah, no. I was I was about to say, what the hell happened since Tuesday? No, I'm saying, like, an annual value of $45 million plus... On a fully guaranteed contract, I'm not giving you that until you guarantee me you're going to play every game. Okay. Which you can't do because you play in one of the most violent sports. Right, yeah. I, I mean, I mean the whole, like, the whole 
notion behind offering fully guaranteed deals. You know, it it it, it sounds good. On the, it sounds good on the surface. Baseball does it. Basketball does it. Hockey doesn't really do it, but ho- hockey hockey is a smaller. They're their own. Yeah, thing. yeah. Ho- hockey has their own niche. They have a sm- they have a smaller salary cap. I mean, it got, I mean, Alex Ovechkin signed a ten year, hundred million dollar contract, and it broke the NHL. Yeah, I mean, you'll see like a three year, eighteen million dollar deal. And right, like, and, that's, and that's a decent contract. And, that, and that's a guy. That's a guy getting paid in, in that sport. Yeah. Um. So I mean, players. I, I mean, players have the opportunity to miss more games playing basketball. They definitely have more of an opportunity to miss more games playing baseball. Well, that's because their season's so damn long. Right, and and you know it makes you think like, okay, well, why do they do it, but the NFL doesn't? And you would think, you know, uh, you know, a sport that is so short but so profitable, you know, you would see it, you would see it a little bit more often. But you know, I, and 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 this is this is just strictly greed. You know, NFL owners they don't they're not willing to do stuff like that because. A is bad business. It is. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 is bad business. It is. But they're also greedy. They don't they don't they don't want to give up all that money. Well, they didn't get into the position that they're in buying an NFL franchise by being frugal with their money and just pissing it away on whatever they want. Right. Yeah. They were stingy. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I I definitely get that. I mean. I mean. The the whole the whole point behind this is no. The NFL is not colluding against Lamar Jackson. They have no. They have no reason to. He's one of the. He's one of the big stars of the league. If it was somebody like Antonio Brown who's given so much problems to the NFL, that'd be one thing. Yeah. That's that's a different conversation. <laughs> or or genuinely, the only player the NFL has ever colluded against is Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, there was there was definitely some collusion that's, there. That's the only player the NFL has ever colluded against. I don't know if there was ever a case for it or settled on if there was a case, but there was definitely some collusion there. Yeah, oh, oh, for sure. 100%. 100%. Colin Kaepernick was definitely good enough to start in the NFL. Over half the quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, yeah. But because, because he took a stand for what he believed in, the NFL said, no, 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 not in our league. But now the thing is, it's like... like that no fun league has has lifted some of that has lifted some of that weight off of the off of the organizations and off of the players. Now they can express themselves more. I think because people are like, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, and 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 now people are allowed to have fun. And now it's a Drewski meme where it's got him. We fucking got him. We fucking got him. Yeah, I, they're not colluding against Lamar Jackson. He's a very talented quarterback. He's going to get paid. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, they re- they really have no reason to. I, like, he will get forty five plus million dollars a year annual salary. It will not be fully guaranteed, but a large chunk of it will be. Like Lamar Jackson has never been a black mark on the league. He's never done anything controversial. I, the most controversy Lamar Jackson has been involved in was Bill Polian calling him a wide receiver. That is the most controversy he's ever been involved in. And that wasn't even his fault. Exactly. That wasn't that wasn't even his fault. You know, pe- people asked Lamar Jackson during the combine, when are you going to work out as a wide receiver? They asked him that at the combine. He said, I'm not. If you, if you were Lamar Jackson, would you take a five-year annual salary of $48 million a year? That's a $240 million contract, five years, 240, with like 190 fully guaranteed? If I'm Lamar? Yeah, 190. Um, or it's like two hundred the mark. Like, if I'm the Ravens, you asked me to come up ten million dollars. Like that's the mark. But let's say we'll say five years, two forty, one ninety guaranteed. No, because it's not close enough to Deshaun Watson. 
I think ultimately, I don't know if the deal passes to Sean Watson. It might, it might hit that mark of total, total guarantees. But that's a competitive contract. No, no, it it, it it is a competitive contract. But again, you know, Lamar Jackson knows his worth, and I think that's. I mean, even me personally, I think a hundred. I I think that's a little bit lower than what his worth actually is. Because I mean, yes, he hasn't been on. He hasn't been on the field for. Uh, the final, the final game of the last three years, but you know you see his worth when he's not on the field. I mean, the, I mean it's a it's a completely different team when he's not there. Yeah, so, I, I mean, think the team averages like twenty eight points a game with him and like seventeen. 13. Seventeen, I think. I, I I'm probably highballing it too when he's not on the field. So I mean, you. De- I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You know, it's it, it's definitely two different teams when he's on the field and when he's not on the field. So. Uh, it, I think total guarantees has to get closer to that Deshaun Watson mark, which I which I know is is very is very very uncharted territory for the NFL, and I get that. Um, but I will say this: I would rather us set the precedent and everybody else starts to follow suit after that than the Bengals going to do it first. Yeah, I agree. I, so, I do agree with that. So, so I, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot of money. I understand your reservations behind the whole thing, um, but I think it's 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 not close enough to that Deshaun Watson mark. I think you'd have to raise, and and maybe you got to extend it out a year, you know. So, so if that's the case, so be it. Um, but I think if you add on another year, and you said forty eight, yeah, forty eight million dollars annual about. Annual salary. I think. I think the number. I think the number is is going to be fifty. It could potentially. I I I genuinely think it is going to be fifty. Um, again, because if we don't do it first, somebody else will. And you and I have and you and I have joked about it before. But now this is it. You know, the Ravens placing the non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson. It almost confirms that financial warfare is now on the verge of being waged in the NFL. Yeah. So let me just say, uh, highest-paid quarterbacks, at average annual value, um, Aaron Rodgers is 1 uh-huh. at 50.3. Russell Wilson's 48.5. Kyler Murray's 46.1. Deshaun Watson's 46. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is 45. Josh Allen is 43. Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, and Daniel Jones are all at 40, and then Derek Carr is at 37 and a half. That's annual value? That's annual value? Annual value. Average annual value. So at 48, he's third, half a million a year behind Russell Wilson. Maybe even put up to 49. 49 million, put him a little over. Russell Wilson, second highest contract, annual value in the league behind Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's, uh, that's not, that's not unachievable. I don't think I don't think it is unachievable at all. I, I you do you do make a very very good point. Um, Hear me out. Six years, forty nine million dollars, two hundred ninety four million dollar contract. Six years, two ninety four, two thirty guaranteed. There it is. You get you get the mark of Deshaun Watson, two thirty guaranteed, two ninety four total contract, six years. That's that's a decent contract, right? You're rocking with that one. It's closer, yeah. Um, something te- like so- something tells me that the number for Lamar, if it's if it's not, if it, if it's a fully guaranteed deal, I think uh, again, you know, if it is a fully guaranteed 
fully guaranteed deal, you can get away with five years, 240. Easy. Right. If it is fully guaranteed. That's a huge if, but yeah, we're, we're doing hypotheticals ifs. Right. I'm right, with right. you. I'm rocking. If, if we don't do a fully guaranteed deal, which I ultimately don't think we do, I think it probably looks very similar to that. I think it would I think it would end up being 300 for 6. So you're not wavering off that 50 million a year. I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm not. Just I mean just, it's it's the new it's the new normal. You know why you know of of course of course Kyler Murray was going to take less money than Russell Wilson because he's he's less accomplished. You know, Lamar Jackson, I mean the only thing that he hasn't done that Russell Wilson's done, you know, besides the longevity is a Super Bowl win. And at this at this point in his career now, I think Lamar Jackson is definitely a cut above what Russell Wilson what Russell Wilson can do. You know, again, to set the precedent just so we don't have to play catch up because ultimately I think that's what I think if the Ravens have to get into a scenario where they have to play catch up to get this deal done. And what I mean by it is to play catch up if Herbert Jalen Hurts Joe Burrow, if one of those guys get get their deal done first, then the Ravens will play catch up, because then okay, those guys are getting paid now. Now we got to pay our guy, but now the now the asset price is going to go up, right? What what if I give you my deal? Six years, two ninety four, two thirty guaranteed, no trade calls. I throw in a, I throw in a no trade calls. It's gotta have some value. The no, tr- the no trade clause definitely does is is definitely enticing for sure. Like, I cannot send you anywhere that you do not want to go. Right. That be that becomes enticing. It really does. Um, it's gotta have some value to it. It does. Yeah. I don't know if I would because I think the deals don't have a no trade clause regardless. I, that's just, that, that's just, that's just me just thinking to think. Um, so I like your train of thought there, but just that 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 fifty mark. Well, if you give him you give him forty nine. I mean, it's a million less a year over six years, so it's what six million dollars less. You can backload the contract. So, like, yeah, I mean, he's set to make what is it thirty two, thirty two this year? Yeah. Maybe make a salary thirty seven this year, something like that. You bump it up a little bit, give him give him a little bit of money, or maybe you keep it to thirty two this year, and the rest of it, you know, is is loaded throughout. I just can't get that fifty mark out of my head. I can't. You might and have th- to. And, and and no, no, you're 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 probably right. I mean. 50 was always the number that I thought it was going to be at. Um Again, let's just let's beat everybody else to it. Make them spend the money. You know, financial warfare. You and I joke about it a lot. Well, I think even if you spend 49, the Bengals and Joe Burrow are going to want to set the market, so they're going to spend 50. Right. Justin Herbert and the Chargers, yeah, they might. They probably they, will. They yeah, they pro- they probably will. They'll break fifty. I don't know if they'll beat Joe Burrow, but they'll probably. break. They'll break fifty. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. They're gonna break fifty. They'll 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 match the fifty mark. 
Yeah. Jalen Hurts will will get the 50 mark. Jalen Hurts, or not Jalen Hurts. Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow will probably. He's going to set the market. I think Joe Burrow would probably set it at the 55. I think they'll give him an annual of like 52 and a half. If the Ravens get it to 50, the Bengals will get it to 55. Yeah, I agree. I think Trevor Lawrence would then get close to that, if not exceed it. Um, Because Shad Khan loves to fucking spend money. He does. He loves to spend money, dude. Um, I, Justin Herbert would be over 50, but not that, but not over 55. Or not, I don't, I don't even think he'll be over 53. Same thing with Jalen Hurts. Unless he gets them to another Super Bowl or wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts would have to like Jalen Hurts would have to have the roster be depleted like it's about to be this year, and then go back to the Super Bowl, which he might. The NFC is not very good. It's not. Yeah, all, all the talent really does sit in the AFC. Yeah. Well, I, this is exciting stuff. We have no idea what the Ravens' contract is going to look like to Lamar Jackson if it even gets done. These are just our thoughts on it. Um, when it gets done, it's. It, it, I mean, it'll, it'll get done. I mean. Wait and see. Whether whether it's somebody else who gets it done for us or whether it's we actually finish the deal, I it will get done at some point. Um, it's just a matter of what it's 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 a matter of what it's going to look like. Some somebody in free agency I think is going to have interest in Lamar Jackson. I mean, of, of course the Ravens are still actively you Facetiming people. No, I'm just clearing notifications. Um, the Ravens are still are going to still be actively negotiating with Lamar in order to try to get the try to get the deal done. Um, so it all, it all will come, come to fruition eventually. Um, I don't know when it's probably gonna take a little while for it to get done, but eventually it will get done. Yeah, it will get done. Well, I know we were going to talk about the combine today. We had the breaking news of the, the number one overall pick being traded. Uh, do I say we put that on the back burner? That's fine. I mean, I mean, this is gonna be a long ass episode. I mean, the combine. There's really not a whole lot to talk about. You know, we've we've kind of we've kind of touched on the big things already. Who performed well? I I, I really don't think anybody didn't un- underperform. I think some people kind of. I think the only person that really un- underperformed that really sh- stands out in my mind, but his college tape stands for itself, speaks for speaks for itself, is just Joey Porter Jr. I think he was the only one who kind of underperformed. He didn't run as fast as what he wanted to. He didn't jump as high. Neither did Jalen Hyatt or Tank Tank Dell. Yeah, Tank De- Tank Dell probably had is probably the biggest loser of the, of the combine. Hey, I'm not mad about it. If we steal him in the third round, I'm happy. Um, but everybody pretty much performed really, really well. Some some people performed better than others. I think, uh, definitely C.J. Stroud had the best combine of anybody. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I think he I think he helped himself the most by separating from everybody else. Yeah, a lot of guys had a good combine, but yeah, I don't I don't really have a lot of thoughts on it. No. Um like you said, we've kind of touched on it throughout the week. Um this turned into a longer episode just because of the number 1 pick being traded, so um that's really all I got for you. Do you have anything else for me? No. Solid, man. Perfect. Perfect. Well, let's go ahead and get on out of here, get the weekend started, get it rolling and going. One thing at a time, Morgan Wallen. Give it a listen. It's really good. Okay, I'm just waiting on the Luke Combs album if I'm just going to keep it a stack with you. Did it get delayed? I think so. Smart. 
well, I think it's because he announced it. Then Morgan Wallen was like, psych, I'm doing an album, bitch. Luke Combs is like, all right, all right. All right, all right, calm down. Okay. Easy I'll, big I'll, guy. I'll move it, I'll move it. I'll Easy move it. big guy. Um, I did see this just about more about Morgan Wallen's album. It is set to break the Spotify record for the most streamed country album in a week. That doesn't shock me. Beating out uh, T-Swift. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Steph said the same thing. Good. <laughs> to hell with her. I'm just not a fan of her music. I know she's not trying to reach... Like I'm not her target audience, but... <laughs> right. It just doesn't, doesn't speak to me. She's got a few country songs. They play them at work, so I gotta say... I do sing along. There you go. Well... Let's get on out of here. Get going with the weekend. Do another mock draft after we upload this. Yep. You guys heard it. Remember, we broke this before CBS Sports. We were just recording an episode, so we couldn't post it. But we're ahead of CBS Sports. We got everything you need here. We're we're freaking on it. Right. You want to know what's going on? Hit us up. You want them t-shirts? Hit us up. Hit us up. Because if, if, if we get enough people that are on board, right now we got three. I'll buy one for my mom, just just for the hell of it. She said she didn't want one, but she's going to get one. But she's going to get one regardless. All we need is just two more people. If you want one, hit us up. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what the cut, co- what the uh, what the design is, or the color. I'll let you pick the color. You tell me. You tell me the color. All right. You got uh, white, gray, black, college navy, Valor blue, which is just a baby blue, a regular blue, a purple, maroon, deep maroon, university red, orange green and a forest green pick okay. what you want it's a nike shirt i promise you will not be disappointed if you <laughs> want our merch hit us up we'll start making merch good lord all right guys have a good weekend stay safe make good choices we'll see you guys on tuesday yep see you guys